0: Welcome to The Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their three- to ten-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, The Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure to have you with us so far. My next guest is Gene Hino. He's been with us before. Uh, He's with Gene Hino, Inc., and he is a a real expert when it comes to the topic of health insurance, and, of course, this is an area that's always changing. Gene, welcome back to the show. Thanks for uh, joining us for an update.
1: Uh, Thank you very much, uh, Bill. Uh, Looking forward to it. Thank you.
0: My pleasure. So, there's you know, we're in California. Uh, uh, Health insurance is the topic of the day here. There's a lot going on with small group individual family plans, Medicare supplements. You're the expert. Tell us what what's going on in this in these areas that our listeners need to pay attention to, Jean?
1: Well, yeah, good question. I, I guess uh, I'll divide it into topic. I mean number one, for individual family plans, uh, there is relatively relative rate stability for those uncovered California and also, better rates than we've seen in past years on uh, individual plans. Uh, the state of California has uh, now adopted a penalty if you don't have health insurance. So even though the penalty was repealed by the federal government uh, here a year ago, California has now reinstated it for a January 1st, 2020 effective date. Uh, as far as the small group marketplace, there's probably been less change there and, uh, again, we're seeing more favorable rate increases overall than in the past, but the costs are still, uh, still increasing, no doubt about it, Bill.
0: Well, absolutely. Um, we hear, you know, a lot about um, government getting involved, in it, and now the whole thing they're talking about is Medicare for all. That's, that's an interesting proposition. Um, but, what, uh, but assuming, you know, things stay as, just as they are, Uh, what should people be concerned about uh, with regards to the newest trends in health insurance industry?
1: Well, I I think as far as Medicare per se, I mean, obviously, if if the Medicare for all proceeds, that's going to make major changes. I mean, some of which we can't even anticipate at this point, but uh, typically with Medicare, it's been run through the private healthcare system You know, which is, I mean, arguably, whether it's small group, individual family, large group, what have you, people in this country like to have a choice, what car you drive, where you live. (laughs) <laughs> what you do occupation-wise, you know, we're a free country. And likewise, I don't think one plan for everyone, whether it's Medicare or whether it's a single-payer system, on health or health insurance is the best option. I mean, yes, health insurance is expensive. There's no doubt about it. Um, hospital costs are expensive. Med- prescriptions are expensive. That's all very true. But, uh, you know, yet it's still, uh, I don't think going to a government-run plan where there's no choice is a good solution for us. Um, so to me, that would be a, a negative trend, uh, uh, you know, for the country and or the state of California, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, you know, drug costs are still escalating. Uh, that's a problem, but, um, you know, obviously the, the generics when they're available are, are one way of keeping costs down. So, I uh, you know, uh, sort of gives one perspective on it, Bill.
0: Are there are, are there getting to be gene more hidden holes or unexpected surprises for people in their in their health insurance? Uh, for instance, I've heard about people that said, you know, I got I got sick, I had cancer, I went to a certain type of uh, chemo, for instance, and it just I found out that was not covered in my health insurance. Are there more, you know, it's more important than ever to have someone you can talk to like yourself about what the gaps and holes are in coverage and choices?
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, there's no doubt about it. And I think in a couple different areas here, um, I mean, first of all, on on the surprise end, if you will, I mean, I I know clients that, you know, we periodically get a call where somebody has gone in the hospital they've gone to their PPO network or, or HMO network, whatever it is. And then, you know, they get uh, six weeks, eight weeks later, they get a bill in the mail and there's a laundry list of charges. And then they get charged extra charges by say the anesthesiologist. That's not part of the network. Well, if you're having the surgery, you don't have a choice when you're asleep who the anesthesiologist is. So that's something that can be appealed hmm. to the insurance company and typically would be covered. But for some reason, uh, you know, on a semi-regular basis, hospitals do bill for non-PPO specialists when, you know, if you appeal it and question it, you know, you don't have to pay it. And that's one area where we can help people, you know, when you get a billing that's got, you know, 30 different items listed from uh, even outpatient surgery or inpatient or what it is, there's a lot of costs there and, you know, regularly, many of those are not uh, not costs that an individual uh, should pay. Um, and I think the other area where the different carriers have been moving to is different networks. So whether you're on a PPO plan or an HMO plan, there's different PPO networks, whether it's Blue Shield, HealthNet, Aetna, Cigna, uh, Anthem, Blue Cross, whatever. You have different networks of PPO doctors uh, and hospitals as well as HMO and PPO. So You've got to be very careful. Uh, sometimes people say, gee, I'm going to go with this plan and save 8% or whatever on premium, but then they realize too late that their doctor or hospital that they want to go to isn't included. So, you know, we can kind of help people navigate through that. I, I think the point is that we compete on the service and relationship basis. All of the prices, all of the rates are filed with the Department of Insurance. So we don't compete on a price or premium basis. All the rates are the same. So someone can try to do it all themselves or help use my expertise where I work with this every day and help them, you know, really determine what's for their situation, but what is the best plan.
0: Do, I mean, do most people choose from their options? Like I choose wine when I'm out to dinner. I don't choose the most expensive bottle or the cheapest bottle somewhere in the middle. And is that a mistake? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, I, I would say that that's, uh, you know, more often than that, that's a pretty good strategy because we know statistically that they have the metal bands these days, platinum, gold, silver, bronze, and about 55%, 56% of, of all enrollees go with the silver plan, which is one of the middle-of-the-road plans. And so that mm. leaves about 44%, 45% that go with either platinum gold or bronze so yeah i i would say middle of the road is oftentimes best for people uh and sometimes the bronze just to to save money you know it, the premium's expensive and depends on the situation uh, the one thing that i've actually um, been monitoring for a few years and i finally got involved with just a year ago because i was very skeptical and Wanted to do some more homework. Is there are some non-ACA plans available, non-Affordable Care Act or non-Obamacare plans, if you will, that sometimes are in the best interest of people. They're definitely not right for everyone because they often will limit uh, and or exclude pre-existing conditions. Uh, but for somebody that isn't on brand men- men- brand medications or has chronic health problems, uh, sometimes we're seeing savings of up to 40% in premium, and people aren't aware. That these implants available, even though this concept has been around for, gosh, nearly 100 years. So, uh, you know, we we just, you know, obviously try to do our our discovery, our questioning, our fact finding, and try to determine what what is in fact right for the individual uh, and/or their family.
0: Well, yeah, and I guess that's my point is um, to the to the uninitiated. Um, you may just gravitate to the middle without, or, or the lowest without really understanding if that's right for you based on your, uh, potential usage of the coverage. And you don't want to be caught necessarily with the, the, the aluminum plan. If you have uh gold issues, if you will, uh, right. So, so I mean, that, that's a big part of it. And, um, it's not just all about price, it's about how what's the expected usage because if you are if you buy the um uh, again i'm I'm being facetious about the aluminum plan uh versus or the tin plan versus the gold plan, and you are sick, you're going to see a huge difference in the amount that you might have to pay out of pocket, right.
1: Yeah, it's very true. You know, some of the plans will have an out of pocket of, uh, you know, let's say seventy nine hundred dollars, seventy seven hundred dollars, you know, which is a lot of money uh, depending on the situation. Whereas other plans that do have a bit better benefits might have a, a will have typically a lower out of pocket of more like four thousand, thirty five hundred, thirty eight hundred, depending on the plan. So, um, yeah, you know, we just, uh, I'm a, a broker for all the major carriers. So we just try to, uh, uh, you know, again, for what the, the situation, uh, an individual, uh, or company is looking for, we, uh, do all the, uh, exploring and try to ask all the right questions to make sure that we get the, the plan that is, uh, you know, best for them. It's, uh, Uh, You know, we're at open enrollment time from now from October 15th until December 15th for a January 1st effective date uh, for, you know, that's for Medicare Part D prescription plans as well as for the uh, individual family plans. And uh, this is a a, a very timely uh, time to review, uh, to look at it. too often people often just sort of renew with what they have and they don't realize some of the changes that some of the carriers have made in benefits or networks uh, over the years. And, you know, oftentimes people are with the best plan and, you know, we tell them to just stay there. So it it just, again, just try to customize it based on the uh, what whatever the client's need may be.
0: So here's another question for you, Gene, Is uh, I hear a lot from business owners out there about what what we call the disappearing broker. Uh, they sell the plan um, uh, two, three years out. Uh, you, you don't hear anything from anybody. Um, should people be concerned about that? And should should they absolutely be talking with their broker every year? Uh, and 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 what what do you bring to the table? What, why should people work with you as their broker?
1: Well, I think number one is we just always do what's in the best interest of the client. And uh, uh, and you know, very frankly, I mean, you talk with a lot of business owners, they're happy with their plan. They're happy with their broker, you know, et cetera. But then I've had situations where, you know, that same person I've been able to save them uh, $12,000 a year. And then they're a lot happier, uh, you know, and sometimes a business are busy with their business. They're good at what they do, but you know, you, you don't know what you don't know, so to speak. And, uh, uh oftentimes, uh, Yeah, I found where, for example, it's easier for a broker to do nothing and have them just stay with the same plan, and uh, uh, sometimes even situations where they're keeping the client with that plan because the commission rate was higher when they sold it to them a few years ago, and so they're making more money or they would earn less money, if you will, by switching them to a different plan, even though it really would be in the best interest of the client to do that. So, you know, we are totally... uh, Uh, You know, don't look at at any of the compensation aspects and just do what's right for the client. And uh, a lot of times the business owner, you know, doesn't, you know, just, again, just doesn't know that, uh, you know, what they have is not truly uh, the best plan for them.
0: Well, times are busy. People hate to change, but sometimes that change can be in their best benefit. Certainly a review is a good idea. Hey, Gene, can you share a success story with us of someone that you've worked with and uh, what, what they, you know, what it was like before you came along and maybe what you were able to do for them?
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, one, uh, uh, one client recently, you know, I can think of was uh, similar to what I mentioned before when I first met with them and said, well, you know, we're, Happy with what we have, you know, everything's going well, you know, no issues. And, uh, and you know, I just kind of say well, you know, never hurts to get a, a second opinion. And we, in fact, did that. And they were paying, um, going off the top of my head, but I think it was something like 6500 a month in premium for their plan. And basically, the bottom line, after reviewing it and looking at their census and discussing you know what they want with doctors and hospitals we're able to keep them essentially with the same network of doctors hospitals uh, uh, very similar benefits to what uh, they had and we're able to save them um, I think the the premium we we came up with was about fifty five hundred so we saved them about a thousand dollars a month or twelve thousand a year uh and you know without any reduction without any negatives and uh, uh you know a, a lot of times people think well <laughs> gee what's the catch you know you're going to get me something that's comparable for less money well sometimes we can do that sometimes we can't but you know it, it never hurts to uh review and and uh, uh that you know that can happen on a, a you know semi-regular basis i i think is probably the best way to say it
0: well that's that's quite a savings um what are some uh, precautions you could share with our listeners as they come up to open enrollment time? What are some things they should be aware of?
1: Well, I think, uh, number one, uh, with uh, for those that it applies, Covered California has actually expanded some of their rules as far as who qualifies for premium assistance. So even if you went to Covered California before and you didn't qualify, that could be something that we can look at to make sure that uh, that's still the case because there have been some changes, well, just for this coming year 2020 with Covered California. I think on the small group, uh, I think uh, like a plan like Oscar Plans, for example, has what we call EPO plan or exclusive provider organization. And oftentimes those premiums are coming in uh, eight, 10, 12% less than uh, uh, some of the other plans for a true PPO and EPO exclusive provider organization simply means it's a, it's a nice PPO type network. And generally the doctor's hospitals you want to go there will be the same as you're now going to, uh, but there's not a, an out of network benefit. And for many people, that's just fine. You know, they've been going to the same doctor's hospitals and uh, working very well for them. And, uh, you know, again, then we can be talking about saving, uh, you know, if you can say whatever the numbers are a hundred dollars a person or more uh, that uh, can certainly add up to savings for a, uh, a small group businessman.
0: Great information, great tips, and it's a great time to talk to Gene Hino. Um, And Gene, uh, I know you have a a website at Gene Hino, G-E-N-E-H-E-I-N-O dot com. Um, If someone wanted to give you a call and talk to you, what's the best phone number for them to call?
1: Uh, My cell number would be just fine, uh, Bill, which is four zero three four zero zero four again that's seven one four four zero three four zero zero four and uh yeah happy to have a conversation and just uh, go from there
0: you do a terrific job i know you are well networked in the community so you can help people find other uh, services and professionals as well gene and i really appreciate you coming on and uh, helping us understand uh what some of the changes are what people should be looking for and, and basically you know don't uh, don't just click a box and renew what you have without having an expert look at it and that would be Gene Hino. So Gene thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you Bill sure enjoyed it. have a joint thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio